Yeah, welcome, football lovers. Welcome to the Footy with Podcast. EPL Game Week 11 review. My name is Ahis Anthony. And most of you are looking like, hey, is this guy lonely on today's episode? No, I'm not alone on this episode. We're here to talk about football. We're here to talk about the, the Game Week 11 review, the games that went down. And I'll just, you know, stylishly bring in my co-podcasters, the regular, you know them, Samiat. <laughs> Hi. Hi guys. Hi guys. Samia is again. the Ma- she's a Manchester United fan on the <laughs> podcast, and also the third wolf of the Wolf Pack, Chimamaka. Hello guys. Chelsea fan. It's good to be back. Yes, it's good to be. I know you guys are seeing me all smiling, but deep inside, I'm not happy. I'm not because you know the team that I support, Arsenal. Arsenal is not making us happy at this time. We're really sad. But today's today's episode will be focusing on on Arsenal's performances in this past few weeks, the past few games that have gone. Arsenal have lost, they've lost five and drawn one. The last six Arsenal games, they've lost five, drawn one, lost to Leicester City, lost to Aston Villa, um, lost to Wolves. No, due to Leeds, lost to Wolves and um, lost to Tottenham yesterday. I think I missed one, one game. I've missed one game out. But for the past six games, they've only out of 11 games, they've won four. Won four. Um, lost, lost how many? Four. Four. Then joined one. 11. That's 11, right? Yeah, That's a calculation. That's nice. They, they, they've, they've won four. I think they've, they've won four, drawn three. They've drawn four. No, they've drawn four. Drawn, they've won four, drawn one. Uh, drawn one. That was against Leeds. Lost, yep. Uh, that was against Leeds. Five. They've lost six. That's what it means. You know what? Just to, to, to sort this whole thing out, we just have to. <laughs> don't worry. We it's, just check it's, it. It's a terrible run for us now. To cut yes, the last to cut the long story short, it is. It has, just, it has been a terrible, terrible run. So I'm looking for Arsenal. It's down below. Yes, they've won four. Wow, they've mm-hmm. lost six. Not six. They've yeah. lost six and drawn one. They've lost to Manchester City, lost to Leicester City, lost to Liverpool, lost to Wolves, lost to um, Aston Villa, and also lost to Tottenham. But um, it, it's, ah. it's, it's so sad. Yeah, so sad. So sad. So, <laughs> welcome our viewers once again to Footwood Podcast, the EPL Game Week 11 review. So, we'll be looking at the game. So, we just look at straight up the games that went down during the week. It started on Saturday. The game that was supposed to happen on Friday, Aston Villa versus Newcastle United was postponed due to coronavirus. Um, most of the, I think some of the players were infected. So, they just had to. I think 70% of Newcastle United, if I'm wrong, yes, I don't know if yes. I'm right, 70% of Newcastle United were all infected. And yeah, it's great for the fans. The fans are back into the stadium. You know, it was it was a good one for Liverpool, winning in front of their fans. It was also a good one for Tottenham, in front of their fans, winning their rivals and going top of the EPL. Crazy. So we start Chelsea against Leeds United, 3-1. West Ham United against Manchester United lost 
at home to Manchester at London Stadium. Manchester City continued their their their, their impressive run without conceding 2-0 over Fulham and Burnley won one against Everton at home. Now West Brom lost heavily to Crystal Palace at home 5-1. Sheffield United lost have lost as well at home to Leicester City. You know, I predicted a draw for that game and Jamie Vardy had to come last minute to 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 you know get that winner for Leicester City. Tottenham Hotspur. Ugh. One Arsenal 2-0 London Derby and Liverpool 4-0 against Wolverhampton Wanderers. We all got our money's right on that prediction. I think I predicted a win. Someone predicted Wolves win on our WhatsApp group. I think that's Samyat. Huh? Mm, no, no, it wasn't. So I didn't Sunday. So guys, so guys, quickly, we we'll just look at. The results you just mentioned, we just pick some of the games, the big teams, just talk slightly about it, and we go into the main discussion of today, which is the Arsenal. What is happening to the Arsenal? What is happening to the red side of North London? Chimamaka, you're smiling. Samia, mm -hmm. take us home. <laughs> Start with the results you just mentioned or reeled out. Yeah. Um... I think um, the game which started with Man City, Man City form. Yeah. I think yeah yeah Man City yeah. form. So yeah, it was it was pretty much um, Man City gaining back control and all of that. We 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 saw Guardiola gone with his team rotation and the player performance in Man City. Man City can you can never predict what will happen with them. Mares was scoring an epic last week and he was just silent during these matches. I don't know, that's the kind of wave I get from Man City, but it was solid performance. I think they are getting back control of their game and yeah, solid performance from them. Um, well, what match followed? Um, I can't remember the match that followed. Um, the Manchester United match. I think um, Burnley, it started with Burnley Everton. Burnley Everton, okay. then Manchester. Manchester United for him, yeah. Manchester West Ham, Manchester United. Manchester United, are, they have, they have um, curated a pattern of coming back from from behind to come and win. But um, like like we discussed in the WhatsApp group, this, this is not um, a sensible tactic that is going to work. Manchester United, they, they need they need a solid um tactic. Um, we 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 have we have the players. I think we have we have the quality on that team to to make things happen first half to seal a win and just bring up a solid performance. So it does not make sense having to wait till second half to now bring out the magic. It's like it's um there was this um there was this comment that was made about um that um Manchester United um way of play. He, Ole, Ole, Ole capitalized on the other team being tired and he just capitalized on his fast attack. So he's like, he's waiting for the other team's defense to be tired Then he sends Rashford, um, Bruno Fernandes and the likes to just speed up and just, that's that's not a game tactics that would that would work or carry us long. He only has to just come up with some tactics and because that's what we are lacking basically in that Manchester United team. Well, I, target, I, 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 target, 
I target a second half revival. You're always coming. Manchester United is always coming through in the second half. It, 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 it has worked. Like during Fergie, we know during Fergie there, there has always been the dime minute comeback and all of that. Fergie has Fergie, Fergie has he has mastered something like that. But Ole, Ole is not in control of that team. He does not, he cannot just chill and say he wants to come back um from second half in every game. I mean he has worked against um against few teams, but I don't think that will work against a solid team. We face um, a Man City team next week now. We're facing Manchester City next week now. And he wants to do that kind of thing next week. It's, it is not going to work. Mm. It's not going to work at all. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not uh, a plan, a game plan that Ole needs to just get. I think he has, he has all the, all the manpower in it in, in, in his possession. Um, they yeah. sell it now. Yeah, they sell it options. They sell it now. Wan Bissaka is solid. Um, maybe um a little bit of. He needs to make make a firm selection in the defense. But still, but still, there there are options that you can rotate around. You can't just wait till defenders are tired, then you send in Rashford to speed up and perform magic. That's that's not a game plan mm -hmm. that will carry us along. It's it's not going to work. But but it was it was still um a pretty good um win. Um and it's good to just see the team spirit and basically even the match it was let's just say it was Bruno Fernandez that just came in and so he, 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 he yes, comes to tell you how, how, yeah, yeah, he comes to tell you how, how well um, the team is built around him. If there is no Bruno Fernandez, does does that mean that there's no um win for my or we are not going to have a solid performance? It's mm -hmm. just question uh, Ole's um coaching skills and all of that. It does put it to question. And then uh, moving on to Leicester match. Yeah, I, I knew they were going to just take that home. I knew they were going to take that home. Um, then the, the North London derby. Um, Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool. We're, we're going to there, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool match. It was just pretty much... I was expecting a bit of a fair fight, but Liverpool came all in and they did, they did what they do best and it was beautiful and Chelsea. Chelsea had Chelsea had a beautiful match. I I thought maybe Leeds were going to have. I, I think at least they did draw for that match. I thought they were mm. going to just give us a bit of um the Leeds magic and we could see like the first ten minutes of the game. You could see that fast paced lead. We all know the game was just so fast, so entertaining. It was just Leeds and um, Chelsea going back and Bamford got the goal, but they couldn't just. They couldn't um, hold it in and all of that, but Chelsea, solid performance from Chelsea too. Solid performance. Um, Mendy finally getting a taste of what he's still going to get plenty of. It's, it's yeah. nice to see him consistent. <laughs> it's nice, but the, but the defense line in Chelsea team is, is pretty solid. They have, they, have, they have it in check. They have it in check, and hopefully, hopefully it keeps working for them. Um, okay. Let Chumamaka just run us through. the best of the last. Yeah, Jumamaka, just run us through all the results. The, the yeah, results, I will guys. start with the Manchester City game, uh, which was actually very good, I would say. Um, Guardiola came out tactically in that match, but I realised something, just not with Guardiola this time, but with, with Scott Parker as the Fulham manager. He came, mm. he, he actually addressed the situations that we are lacking in the first half and the second half, but before then, the damage had been done. Um, uh, the, at the fourth minute when Ryan Sterling picked up the goal, it weakened the, the already, as in, this, is, this is a farm team that is already building 
on their confidence because in the past few games they've actually nicked wins which built the confidence of the team so that's that's that confidence was shattered at the fourth minute when when ryan sterling came and nicked in the goal but it became worse at the end of the first half before um when um kevin de bruyne scored the penalty but in the second half what the positive outlook from that game is is what scott parker is actually trying to build with the fulham squad what went wrong in the first half was actually contained in the second half tactically he had to do some changes change some some player positional change which brought about containing like in that game you talked about um, um Marius, who was firing on all, all cylinders last week last two weeks he was put in check these are these are these are things that these are the positives you get from a team that is trying to build a standard for themselves fulham is actually mm -hmm. doing that but credit to Gabriela, he got that right this time they are actually cruising we are all looking at the chelsea the thoughts but we are actually turning closing our eyes to manchester city and for not for, and forgetting that they have so much damage to do to teams in the epl it was a solid performance by them and it was enjoyable to watch now i will also look into the the manchester united game in the first half i i am tired of talking about Ole or talking back and forth on Ole's issue Ole needs to address himself the issue is no longer the squad any longer because manchester united as a, as a football club and as a team have a team that will do damage to any squad who decides mm -hmm. to turn or look down on them they have that capability to do that but now where they have yeah. a problem is fitting in is fitting in those players to start winning the games from the first half now that is Ole's problem he doesn't know how to how to um, manage or or, or he, he doesn't know how to assemble a winning team that starts doing the damage from the first half he waits for I, the I second I, I think what he's struggling with is just to get that balance, you know, get that balance, so that right balance to be able to start from the from the very first minute of the game up to the 90th minute. I think that is what he's struggling with at the moment. Well, if, if he's fighting with a balance, going that this is this is already in two years in Manchester United. If he's still by this at this time, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about this season. No, no I'm, I'm just saying. No. No, in the past 11 game, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say that if, if Ole spent over a year and is still trying to find a balance in a team where they just brought in three players this season and he's still trying to find a balance, then there's a problem. This season, Manchester United just brought in Alex Telash, they brought in um, um, Johnny Van der Beek, and they brought in who again? Edison Cavani. These are the only players mm -hmm. that he brought in this season. So I don't think he should be finding it or having a problem. Yes, we will say Bruno Fernandes came in in January. January is already, this is already a year. If you look at it, looking at January, we have January in less than 30 days from now. So if yeah. you are still struggling to bring about a balance in such a team, it's such a formidable team, then there's a problem with the manager. Now, the last game we saw what happened when he let, he let, he let his, best, his best player in the past 12 months sit on the bench. When you know you built your team around the player, now you started considering a goal. You considered a goal in the first half. Luckily for Manchester United, the, the firepower. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now let, let's imagine more. in the first half, West Ham we are leading three zero. Are they going to tell me that they will come back to nick a three three win? Is it possible with what they played in that game? Yes, the second half was outstanding. I wouldn't know that out. I saw a Paul Pogba who started and jogged around the pitch and enjoyed his football for the first time this season. I saw sure. Paul Pogba enjoy his football this season. Now they came in 
they got the equalizer they got the second uh, by uh, what is this, this um missing greenwood then the third one came in it is not in every game you see a comeback they've had comebacks in the past two to three games i i guess and it's it's looking like oh it's giving every Manchester United fan confidence that oh, if they go if they go down by one or two goals, they can come back to come and make a win. It's not going to happen all, every, every I time. I don't. I don't think any. I don't. I speak for myself. It, it it does not give me any sort of confidence. It makes me scared because I know Ole does not have the tactical power to keep that up. It makes me scared. It does not give me any so, sort. It just shows that he's not in control. It, it makes me scared. I'm not confident good, about no, that. But but don't you guys think? Sorry, to just to cut you. Don't you don't you guys think it is one of the strengths that Ole has to be able to read the game after forty five or 50, 60 minutes, make okay. certain I'll, changes, I'll... make certain okay. changes, and the next thing the game turns around into his favor, and it comes yes. from 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 but, from but you know it will, it will from... not it will not always work that way. It will not always work I, that I, way. I just yeah. give, him, give him that credit as well. Give him that credit. I just will okay. give him that I'll, credit. You I'll, guys should give him that now, credit. Listen, I'll, I, I, would, I would understand what you're trying to say. The credit is going to be given when it's actually due. But now you wouldn't do that. Even if you are gambling, even if you're going to be gambling, that's how you're going to gamble smartly. You don't play such kind of games. He's very lucky because the team is actually playing. Okay, now we have the next match Manchester United will be playing against Manchester City. Please, Man United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's a derby. It's a derby. Form goes out of the window. Anything can happen in a derby, man. In such kind of this kind of formula, this kind of formula is using not work in that situation. It's not going to work. You think you think a Manchester City, a Manchester City would allow Ole to just it would it wouldn't even work. If if Ole I mean, it's a derby, anything can happen. Go come in and no, no, that no. formula, Manchester that City. game plan will not work. Ma Ma Manchester City is a solid team. If Manchester City should win you, should, should be beating you 3-0 at first half, do you expect to come and nick a 3-3 at second half? That's the reality we should start getting ourselves to. You cannot keep up keep on doing this. Yeah. You you say you say do, does he have to be on the losing side before he can tactically make a decision? That's the question you should be asking. It shouldn't be. Now, if Manchester is running short two players on the pitch, what does he think about? These are circumstances wherein you have to pass with your thinking. I wouldn't give yes. I would say um, Ateta lost the game against Tottenham. But that is somebody who thinks tactically fast on the pitch. He makes that decision there and there. It's not, it's not yeah. until you start losing before you start, exactly. you start thinking. How, how, you, how you even know? How you even See, know Ole is not he does not read the game or anything like that? The man, the game, the game against PSG. Look at Fred, yeah. look at the way you were playing. Just look and, at that scenario alone. Everybody knows, everybody knows. He's going to get a red card. Everybody knows. Just change so, him. He does not read anything. Don't tell Ole reads games. See, right now, I'm gonna switch. <laughs> Whatever Oli is I'm, doing I'm, in Manchester United, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to switch what Oli Oli is doing with Manchester United. I'm going to switch it to Arsenal. Only if Arsenal can be coming from a goal behind and coming to win the games, <laughs> I really don't mind at this time at this juncture. Do you understand? Because really, <laughs> I get you. three points is what matters, regardless of how if you started the game well. It is not how you start. Yes, I understand. 
the point you guys are coming from. What if you're playing with a more clinical team that it will be very difficult for you to, you know, equalize and even come from behind to win the game, i.e. Manchester City. But we know in football, anything can happen. And again, as regards this topsy-turvy season that everybody is getting is beaten from anybody, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but for me, I like to look at things differently. I I'm going to give him credit because it's a strength that he has and he should continue with that. Because, you know, that was what Alex Ferguson as well was doing at that time during his own era. Remember games at that 2013? No, the season before the last season, Manchester United won the Premiership, which is 2011-2012, I guess. Before the last title in 2013 that Van won, that Ryan Giggs played. You know, there were games, Manchester United will be trailing for the entire 80-something minutes. And, you know, one or two changes. You know, you look at the At times, they'll be following. You will not watch Manchester United. I don't watch Manchester United game sometimes. But I'll be following it on live scores then. And you'll be saying, oh, Manchester United have lost this one. 88 minutes, they're still trailing 1-0. Before you know, 90-91 minutes, it's 2-1. Manchester United, they got the three points. And that's what really matters. So you guys there, should give me credit. No, uh, there, there's a difference no, between no, the... Comparison is even... I'm not trying, I'm, I'm not trying to compare. I'm not trying to compare, really. I'm not trying to make any comparison with Ferguson. Ferguson okay, is a different I'll, class of his own. But what I, I, I'm just I'll, saying I'll, is we should be able to give credit to the strength that Ole has to be able to... You're trailing, you, re, you read the game, but, okay. you know, sub, sub, make that substitution, one or two players, and you come from behind to need the three points on an away ground. Come on. Well, give him credit. credit to him, though. I'll give him credit for that because he's coming to come and take the three points, which is key. That's the most important thing. Why yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it's okay. We give him the credit. But, but, but can he continue like this? Is it, is, it That's the is it a trend he can continue like if you are going to you know we said something about a uh, club in uh, at the beginning of the season they found him out this is, this, is, this is something everybody is seeing we're all seeing it do you think another club will wait another team will wait for this is a game plan is working with people are fine they, they'll find this game plan out then it will not work then what does hey, he want hey yeah. guys samyat chimamaka i'm going to hold you guys on this you're saying it will not work forever. I've hold it. No, I'm with it. We'll continue. Now. I know right. I'm going to come and meet. I know I'm going to come. To I know. I, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for you there. I'm waiting for you there. You are going to get there. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm it. Still I, it will not work I'll, forever. I'll, I'll, I'll no problem. Talk, okay. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave Manchester United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's problem aside and talk more on other mm. games that we have played. I'll also talk about the Chelsea. Leeds United. It was a 3-1 yeah. victory for Chelsea after they conceded in the fourth minute, which was actually a good one. And grounds were broken yesterday. Yeah. For the first time this season, Leeds United we are outplayed with their pacey yeah, style of with football. Their pace. Yeah. Normally on, on, the, on their ground, on the on their ground, they, they, they covered 11 kilometers in on the whole pitch. But I was so mm. so amazed. That Chelsea covered 16 kilometers on kilometers, that yeah. So yeah. it was it was it was epic, it was wonderful to beat them at their own style of football. So I sure. love that thing. It only means it only means the team are getting in together and doing a good job well on all areas yeah. up front, 
you can see Giroud who is coming to come on score. I think this this team falls back on a team having a particular pattern and other team watching them and finding them out. This is this is exactly. what happened with Leeds. Chelsea outplayed them. This is what this is what we are talking about. They would things will happen. They will get caught. Okay, you can't yeah, go on forever. You have to have I hold, I yeah. hold on to that against Sam yet. So I'll also continue with the Liverpool game. Liverpool versus Wolves. The Chelsea game was wonderful. I enjoyed every bit of it. The Liverpool game was not expected, actually. I'll be very frank with you. I didn't see Wolves coming to come and taking four goals yesterday. And I realized that there was a sloppy... Um, um, part of their play that happened in their defense, which brought about their own goal. And yeah, um, Wolves will need to up their game. I don't know what is going on. They've been, they've been, they've been struggling compared to what they played last season. But credit to Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool, despite the fact they have players who are just coming back from either COVID or injuries, these guys still have the hunger. We are still seeing the Liverpool that played last season. Tactically, they were sound. Their midfield was so it was surprising. It was it was surprising to see Wijnaldum score. Well, he has all the all his all the goals. He, if I, he has scored ninety percent of of the goals he has scored for Liverpool at Anfield, so it's a fortress for him even scoring goals. So it was a good one seeing Musala. The the hunger, the team spirit, the vibe, the energy is so much there. So it, it will take a while for we to say Liverpool is going to phase out of the top four. It's not possible. Those guys are still. And Salah, Salah, Salah also equal. Salah also equaled Ronaldo and Tevez' yeah. record in fewer games too. Yeah. So it's they're, they're yeah. doing well, they're doing very well. <coughs> Liverpool is a good team. It only takes a better organized team to beat the Liverpool team. That's what I with, with, the, with the injuries, with the injuries yeah, they have, injuries. like it's, close it's to close to nine. Despite the injuries, they, they were able to beat Leicester City, who is actually mm. a, a tough opposition. They've been able to play Wolves again, who were also problematic last season. And what yeah. are we talking about? This team, if, with or without their injured players, they've been able to come in and cover up for these guys. Yeah, that is what makes a big team a big team, actually. So we, we know what's yeah. going on. And, you know, with, uh, with, with, with all due respect to Wolves as well, because they've not been performing their last... Check out their last few games. Apart from the game they played against Arsenal, the Arsenal made them look spectacular. Really, before the Arsenal game, I think they've drawn two games... They've not been that spectacular, so I knew that it wasn't going to be. They weren't. They were not going to. They were not going to um, Anfield to pick a point or to even win there. I knew it was going to be a straight out victory, but I never knew it was going to be that much four zero. But mm -hmm. it was a win is a win. A win is a yeah, win. So a win is a win. The three points is what yeah. key, and it was a good one actually. A good one. Actually. And so, yeah, yeah, I went. Sorry. I'll just do mm. a less than 30 seconds recap on that. Everton Burnley, we had a, a struggling Everton team yesterday. It only means that every there's no team that on Saturday. That on Saturday, it only means yeah. that you cannot just undermine anything. They have to come to come and uh, draw that game. It only means everybody can be found out one way or the other. But it was a great game. Yeah. It, was, it was a good one actually. To, to get a get get a point from from that match, and Arsenal is playing Burnley in the next game. <laughs> so let's let's just move straight to we, we said we're going to discuss Arsenal. Yeah, we just the next fifteen minutes or the next twelve to fifteen minutes to round off this episode of the podcast. 
because really it's 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 unbecoming. The last time Arsenal had this kind of poor form was 1981, you know, and it's it's so sad. Even on that Una Emery, that things went south, things didn't go all go well. Una Emery never had this type of run, but I I don't want to see. I didn't want to look see it as if we're comparing coaches, but let us look at Arsenal, the way Arsenal is. We we heard we saw the performance yesterday. Mm -hmm. They played well, according to their manager Ateta. For me, he played. They said they played well. They did what he wanted them to do, and yeah. he said yesterday in the press conference after the match that he's going to keep on fighting. He's going to continue to fight till he finds a solution. And it looks because we were thinking this morning we're going to hear something like Ateta has been sacked. No statement from the management of Arsenal. No statement from the club directors. Nothing. We didn't hear anything this morning. So it's so we're permitted to say, current time T, we're airing this episode of the podcast that Ateta is still the manager of Arsenal and he's not yeah. pressured and he doesn't look as if he's going to lose his job currently at the moment. He's still going to take the team out on Thursday against whoever they're playing in the Europa League, their final game of the group game, though they have 15 points there. It's so surprising that the number of points they have in Europa is more than the number of points they have in the EPL. Crazy. But that's how life is. No, so, guys, I want us to look at Arsenal critically. I'm an Arsenal fan. I, I, there's no need to hide that. You know, I said I wanted to bring an Arsenal fan on the podcast today, but unluckily for us, he can't join us because he said he's stuck in traffic. Lagos and traffic, they go hand in hand. But I, we, I think we, on the podcast, we can still, you know, because I like the way we, we, we analyze football, regardless of where our heart is drawn to. We say things the way it's supposed to be said. And that is one thing we do well in Fully With Podcast. Despite the club that we support, we're not fanatics to, be, to the extent that we don't say the right things. Or we don't criticize or we don't analyze football the way football is supposed to be analyzed. So look at, looking at Ateta's performance, the last seven games or the last six games, <laughs> Samuel. Mm. Um, it's it has been a rough a rough um run for Arsenal. If you are looking at this Arsenal team, this Arsenal team they have Nicolas Pepe, they have Aubameyang, they have Lacazette, they have the party they are they are, they have been striving and looking for. But I think um with Ateta, what I would say with Ateta is is the balance. Is 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 he hasn't gotten it just yet. That balance. Ateta is, is a very brilliant coach. I'll give you that. He's a very brilliant coach, but it's the balance. But something something that 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 um that is prominent with this Arsenal team is also team organization. They don't have that. I think we have said this before. They don't have that leadership spirit. They don't have that um um that team lead that, that carries them along in, in, in the in the um during games, in games, they don't have that in them. It's not leadership it's like yeah. yeah yeah everything is just the associated during the game there's not there's no compact team spirit during the game and there's that too and that that goes a long way too and with ateta and whether he should lose his job and all of that i think i think um i don't know maybe the arsenal the arsenal management i don't know what will happen next week or if they are considering any of that but the arsenal management if he loses I think against burnley 
yeah yeah maybe maybe we just we just don't know yet but i think they should just still give him time they are, they are i understand the fans grievance i mean they are 15th on the table it's they are just this close to they are no it's it's, it's terrible i understand the grievance of the fan i saw i saw some um Arsenal fan videos today it was it was not pretty at all and um i just think the patience let's just see what happens against Burnley. but that team they don't have um they don't have that that impact um team team they don't, they're not to get the cohesion yeah, yeah they don't have, they don't have it they are just all over the place they, they don't have that team spirit in me and i i think i think it would take um a theater to just man up and apart from him bring a brilliant coach he has to he has to be a coach to the players i don't know what going behind the scene but i can see that Everybody's a big boy in Arsenal team. Pepe is there, he's doing, he's playing uh, Cristiano Ronaldo football, like I said. <laughs> Aubameyang, he's signed his contract, it's just another thing. So there's, been off. they're, they're been lacking off, that really. glue. They're, yes, they're lacking that glue and they just really need to get it right. And soon, because <laughs> I don't, I mean, we banter Arsenal here and there, but we don't want that. Me, I don't want Arsenal to go to relegation. I mean, the banter will be, will be nice, but still. No, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense like that. They need to just get it right soon. And the way we are looking, let's just let me just wait and see what happens with the Burnley Burnley game because it's like a do or die for them. Let's just see what happens. But this Arsenal team, they don't have any organization. Even during the was it Kane go or some? I think it was Kane go. The second the, goal. The, the meeting was just open. Thomas Partey was walking up. The, he was just. No, it was they were just everywhere. No, no. They need they need to find that glue that's going to hold that team and the firm leadership, a very, very firm leadership on the pitch. On the pitch. They need mm. they need to find and soon. Soon. <laughs> soon. Because, uh, yeah, Jim Omaka, uh, add added to what Samuel said. Would you want yeah. to say it's just a bad you know, it's just a period of a bad form, a bad patch that Arsenal is mm. going through? Maybe sooner or later, like she, like Samet said, let's wait for Burnley. If they're able to pick up the three points against Burnley, after Burnley, they have Southampton, they have Everton, and they have Chelsea. So if they go through Southampton, go through Everton, and they go to Chelsea, who knows? Everything is back and rosy. If Chelsea should be no, no, no. Then I, I just want to, yeah, I just could, could it be a bad patch? Okay, now I would answer. I would answer because there are so many areas at, at which I would like like to actually touch. Now, since the commencement of or, or since since the the start of the Premier League this season, I can categorically tell you that Arsenal, as it stands presently, on goals they have ten goals this yeah. season after mm -hmm. eleven games. On that record of twenty teams. They are number 17 in that category. That is mm -hmm. bad for us now. That's one. Secondly, they have... We scored, we scored 10 target. and considered 14, yeah. yeah. Now, shots on target. They have 32 shots on target in 11 um, games, which is a bad record for us now. On teams 1 to 20, they are number 18 in that, like, that's yeah. in that position. Now... On chances created, this is this is where I would start my 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 talk from. On chances created, Arsenal that we all know have only created sixty-five chances. 
in 11 games. That is number so 20 on the table. It means they are last with chances created. Now, so I, will start from, I will start from there. If you watched Arsenal in the past, you know exactly what these guys can do. In a game, in just one game, they are able to create 16 goal-scoring chances. One mm -hmm. game. Now, if they do it in their best, okay, in their best, in the best Arsenal, Arsenal uh, game I have seen, they have done 22. I'm not going to talk about 22. I'll bring it way down to, let's say, 15, not even 16. Now, if they do, they can create 15 goal-scoring chances in a game. In 10 games, what are we talking about? That's, it. that's, that's 250. 150, I mean. I don't know if yeah. you're getting... But Arsenal in the yeah, yeah. game have done just 65. Now, where is the problem? First, there's a, there a disorganization in the entire Arsenal team, which needs to be addressed. They have a manager who is very sound, but very sound tactically. But sorry, this disorganization... This disorganization wasn't mm -hmm. there when I said to took over in November last year well, with the run I'm, of form I'm, after the I'm pandemic, going ahead to win the FA Cup and also going why, ahead to win the Charity Shield or Community yeah. Shield, whatever name is called. That's why I started from where I started. So I'll give you this analysis. Now, because you're talking about Arsenal, it's a, very, it's a big deal for me. Now, mm. I was talking about Ateta. Ateta is a manager who is very tactically sound. Mark my words, hold me there. Very tactically sound. The question you would ask now is, what is his man management skill? Exactly. If you're trying to bring an, if you're, if you're trying to bring an organization to a team that you know you want to take charge of, you take charge without having yeses from other people. That is my own take. Now, I would I'm talking about chances created. We know that the best player in Arsenal in the past five years. Let's oh, don't go there. Oh, Jesus, don't go there. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. I know. The I know how was going to with all the stats I was bringing up. In the, last, in the last five years, aside from Aubameyang, you're an Arsenal fan. Quote me if I'm wrong. Has been Mesut Ozil. Forget whatever kind of thing he has done in the World Cup. Forget he has been Arsenal's best player. Forget about any player you want to mention for me. Now, I won't go into that because first, we realize that Arsenal's problem on pitch, Arsenal's problem on the pitch is leadership. They lack that in abundance. Secondly, they are all playing individual football. Yeah, just to point out to what point, just to point out to what Sam had said. Yeah, just to point out what talking about. Yeah, they are playing what he's supposed to play, what he asked them to play. But how long? That's the question. These are guys who you are teaching. Yes, we we all know that. Will not get his philosophy at once, but we expect that even if you are bringing in philosophies, the players would have their own impetus to make it, um, to, to, to make it fruitful. I want you to understand that. But instead, at some point, I saw the game yesterday and I was pissed. Why was I pissed? We realized that Thomas Party, who struggled before the game with injury, we all know he struggled before the game. You brought him back into that game. And at some point, he could not cope any longer. He was about I think he pulled a hamstring yesterday. He put a hamstr hamstring yeah. yesterday. It's, you know, he just recovered. Though no, we've not, there's no official exactly. report. There's no official report on For what that, happened to him yesterday yet. Either, but, either mm. a knock or, or an hamstring. It's an mm. injury. 
And let's not forget, Pate is coming from Spanish La Liga, wherein they have bricks in abundance. They can tell you they go on Christmas break till second, first or second week in the, in, the, in the month, in the month of January. In the EPL, it's not like that. Nobody has your time. We are going to play it yeah. bumper to bumper. Now, we saw that happen yesterday. He was trying to come out of the pitch and eventually, I was telling him to run, to go and do what? To go and do what? Now, he's talking about an, a, an, a, a disorganization in that team. If, if a player... Now, I, I, there are so many things to talk about. We are talking about a game wherein we are playing 11-11 players. If there was a play, if Arsenal had a short one in that game, what would have happened? Now, you have 11-11 players. You cannot organize that team. Arsenal has so much to do. Attack-wise, attack-wise, I'm going to break that to you. Attack-wise, mm. do you know, as an Arsenal fan, that Aubameyang in that game yesterday had just 21 touches on the football? Seriously, I, 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 was, I was dumbfounded as well. I was dumbfounded. You know, for and, me, and this, this, trying, this leads me... Okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you. So this leads me to... I wanted to talk about this, you know, because... When he came in, when Atita came in, and he took over, everybody everybody seems to, to, to fall into what he wants. You know, the likes yeah. of Mustafi feature, the likes of um, Papas, that, the, the Greek guy, his name is Sulong. Yeah. He, he, he featured, Ozil featured. Ozil started the first 10 games, EPL games, for Atita. So all of a sudden... Now, after the pandemic, we saw the whole changes. We saw all what happened. Then in Estin, all of a sudden, this guy gets frozen out of the team. Fast forward into the season, your 25-man squad, Ozil is not there. The Greek guy is not there. Even Mustafi is there, but hasn't featured. And, you know, you brought in some players. Genduzi, we know what happened. You froze him out till the end of the season. Because of what happened at the Amex Stadium between him and Mope against in the match against Brighton over an album that they lost. You know, and all of these things, you know, just started creeping up. You know, things happen behind the scenes. Is it that Ateta has failed to manage all this thing? Because football, like they say, goes beyond what happens in the field of play. Management, everything, it's, it's critical when it comes to, you know, our nursing, managing a team. Chimamaka mentioned he's, he's a brilliant coach. Is it that Ateta is punching or pulling over his weight? Because he was a good number two. He was a good number two to, to, to Guardiola. Now, you're now the main guy. Is it that Ateta is pulling over his weight? Because if you don't have that man, management skill, I don't know. Because now, with everything that is going, William coming in, all of a sudden... William, sorry, sorry, you're going to, I'm going to let you guys talk. William coming in, you know, all of a sudden, William starting in the first 11. Maitland Nards, I gave a good performance after the pandemic through your FA Cup run. All of a sudden, you froze him out. He's not part of the team. You know, things like that, issues here and there. Possibly, we had last week, Tuesday, there was a meeting behind closed door meeting, and the Arsenal players pointing accusing fingers at each other, blaming each other. It was really, really hot. Now we see it is beginning to affect the harmony. Like you mentioned, there is no co cohesiveness within the team. There is no oneness. Is it that Ateta is pulling or punching over his weight? Um, according to according to what you have said now, when he came in, 
when he came in, he had control of the team. He had everything. Everything was working fine for him. We picked up two trophies. And we all saw that it was beautiful. Now, Ozil issue happened. They shot him out. Gendozi, <laughs> he was shot out. The Greek guy was shot out. Um, Yes. So what um what what um what um what Ozil is trying to portray is if you don't walk my way, I'm going to shut you out. And that is going to kill spirits. It's going to kill the morale of the team. Like, okay, now if I don't get it right, now if I do something wrong now, then there's no there's no proper discipline. It's just you are you are pushing everybody aside, you are pushing every it should be like a guideline discipline. The Gendozi issue, I, I don't think it was that terrible, like you shot Gendozi out just mm -hmm. like that. It wasn't, mm -hmm. wasn't that terrible. It didn't deserve that um that um that amount of um, freezing out. Yeah, yeah. It was too much. So it, clearly now, clearly now we, we can now we can now say that okay, Ateta is is a properly tactical, uh, tactically minded coach, is very good at that, but is managing um it is poor it is poor and now we can we can clearly see it now it is reflecting on the on their team performance we can clearly see that's affected that's affected their team spirit and the morale we can see everything is we can see it there is no there's no organization anywhere no leadership and he came in i think he came in he gave the captain ban to obamian i don't know if it was there was an election Obama Young was the captain before he came in. That was after was that issue Shaka. Yeah, after that issue Shaka was, happened. Was, yeah, that was that was something that was still pending. And Obama Young himself, I'm not seeing any form of leadership. He does not have that, and they are not even getting that from the coach. So where 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 is the glue going to come from? Where is the firmness going to come from? How 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 is this Arsenal team going to get them? So is is. It's just issues that are piling up, piling up, piling up, piling up. And it's just, we, we are seeing it already in team performance. We are seeing it on the team. There's no proper communication. Everybody's just there doing their own thing. And at the end of the day, I thought I would say that was my game plan. It's, well, we are seeing the game plan. It's reflecting their 15th of the day. And this has to be sorted. This has to be sorted ASAP. There's too much to talk about. I totally agree with you, Samia, because tactically, Teta is sound. Man management is poor. You talked about Genduzi, we know what happened. We you talked about um Papatodopoulos, you talked about Mustafi, you talked about how many players Midland Niles. Midland I remember, Niles, yeah. I remember at the at the um at the victory and the, the, the FA Cup finals against Man After City and Chelsea, most especially. I remember I can remember those games now. Midland Niles wasn't supposed to have been given a contract extension, it was mm -hmm. because of those performances that Arsenal had to give him an extended contract. And yeah. I'm surprised after we no longer seen him. If he's injured, let us know he's injured. These are guys, yes. Look at I I I tend I don't tend to understand what is actually going on behind the scenes at Arsenal. But I don't want to believe that Ateta is the mastermind of letting out all these players. I don't want to believe that because if he is the one doing it, then he has lost his school. He's lost it all out. He's lost it to everybody. Nobody would agree with him. They will just the tell you. Is, the danger they, is they, if, they he loses the, if he loses the dressing room, that is, that is final. Yeah, that's it's a ripple effect. It's a 
terrible effect with Gendo's terrible effect, and it's going to show. It's going, this is show. humans you are dealing with. It will reflect. They are seeing the way you are taking care of others, so they know they are expecting that kind of thing anytime soon. They misbehave. There's no fair punishment. It's it's a ripple effect. If if he's going to be doing this, if he is the one in charge and taking these decisions, I don't expect you to take it all out on three, four, five, six mm -hmm. players. That's bad. I'll take you back mm. to Tottenham. Do you know that before Jose Mourinho joined Tottenham, Dele Ali disagreed that Mourinho should join Tottenham Hotspur because he had a personal vendetta with 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 Mourinho. I don't know if yeah, you understand. That was in, in past seasons. M Mario came in. Daily Ali started playing football. Daily Ali started scoring goals. But at the long run, it was just on the pitch. When they started, when Tottenham did this their um, documentary of the coach and players, the coach player documentary, and oh, the yeah, on Amazon. Asked, you get, we are asked to air their views towards towards Mario. Mario told Daily Ali blatantly because Daily Ali was able to speak his mind. Daily Ali and um, um, Danny Rose, we are able to speak their mind. Do you hear those guys in that team? No, but that's just two players. But do, are you aware that Ventogen is not a Mourinho fan? But that one, he just had to run out his contract. I don't know if yes. you understand. Which yeah. gave Mourinho room to do what he's doing. Now, is Mourinho missing Dele Ali? I need an answer. No, he's, he's not. Missing Dele Ali. He's not. I don't know if you understand. He has taken his own with one, two players only and decided to work with the ones who are committed. Now, the problem in Arsenal is you have let out more than seven players. If you are doing it for one person, two people, any right-thinking um, um, player will tell you, okay, maybe this guy is at fault here. Maybe Mourinho did this way, this, this, did, this, did, did, did this this way, and there will be a balance. But now you are doing it with one, two, three, Four, five. That's become a pattern. Are you are you joking? Well, I I feel I feel Arteta. I feel Arteta too. I feel Arteta too is shooting himself in in the leg because you know you you most most press conferences that you've heard you've said it that the players you have are not good enough to to implement what you want on the field of play and also your philosophy. And meanwhile, you bring in a William, a 32-year-old. You bring him from Chelsea. Put him, I don't know whatever they were thinking. They put him on that amount of wage to be earning close to uh, close to 200, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. 250. Mm -hmm. 220. You know, 250. And you have a Midland Niles that worked his socks out for you while you came in, a few months after you came in. Do you understand? You have you have who? Who else? You know, I didn't see the need for bringing back Ceballos, really, from Real Madrid. I don't see any need for bringing him back because I don't see the impact that he's making. You had a Torreira that you could use, but you said he wasn't the type of player that you wanted to use. You loaned him out. Gendouzi, yes, this thing happened. This thing happens. We've seen Vieira done worse in games yeah. against Manchester United, in the London derby, against Chelsea. We've seen him go confrontational, heating, getting red-carded in the match. But Wenger still stuck by him. You had a Genduzi, who I felt was the only guy that had coherence in that Arsenal's midfield. You see him on the pitch of play. He does it. He shows it. You know, you asked him out of the team. 
So, you know, this, all this thing playing out, like I said, probably he's shooting himself in the leg. But the question now is, what's the way forward? Atita keeps saying, Atita, Atita keeps saying the kind of players he has, they are not the kind of players that can implement his philosophy. Now we have close to six or seven, if I'm not mistaken, Ozil, Lewis, Ozil, Lewis, Papadopoulos, Mustafi, all of them, their contracts, six months to go down the line. What's the way forward? Should there be a massive clout for Arsenal so that the management, that's if, emphasis on the if, if management, you know, you know, helps him financially to bring in the kind of players they want. I think, oh, oh, I think Ateta coming out publicly to say that the players he has does not, does not work with his philosophy. I think it's just wrong. Look at Murillo. Look at what he's doing with Hurricane. Hurricane is going back to defend. Hurricane, the Hurricane that we know, he's playing defense. He's going back to defend. He's, he's playing for the team. It just still all boils down to the fact that Ateta does not have control of that team, managing that team properly. Maybe he has the tactical mindset and all of that, but he does not have control of managing that team. And if, I think for us now, what will work going forward? I will just wait. I won't want to conclude. Just wait to see the next couple of games and see what the management does, whether it's going to go. But Ateta does not have a firm management um, handling of players. It does not have that in the bag. And it is, it is, it is destroying the team. It is tearing them apart. Going forward now, I don't think, I don't know, because the Arsenal, the Arsenal management, we don't know if they are going to back him to get this dream team that he's getting, or whether they will be even patient enough. You know, the result is result is counting. We can all see where Arsenal is on the table now. Are they going mm -hmm. to be patient? Enough? That's just another question, because it's taking too long, and the the, the, the effect now is just becoming drastical. I don't, I don't know. The way it's going now, Ateta does not have a firm control of that team. And at the end, I, let, I just don't, I don't want to say it, but I, I think it might, it might have to go. It might still have to go. But I don't know. Let's just, maybe they are, they are trying to be patient with him and see if things will turn around. I, I hope things turn around too. But right now, right now, I don't see a way forward. Clearing out, how many players do you want to clear up? Ozil and the like, their 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 contracts are going to run out. Most of them, their contracts are going to run out. They're going to make their money and go elsewhere. Then, do do they have the money to bring in more players? We have a paper of almost seventy-two million. You just got um um party for forty-five million. There's like I said, there there's all those money they have spent. Even as now that we know that they don't spend. They are bringing in all this money. They are spending all this big bag. You have all these qualities, and you are not implementing. You are not making them do the work that you want. You want new players, new setup. Look at what more is making do. At least spending the time that this management bringing the bags and all of that. You make do of what you have. Have a firm control of the team. Control the team, the players. Have a firm control. But all of that is lacking. And I don't know how long the management are going to be patient. I don't know how long. I'll, let's just wait and see how it plays out. That's what I would just well, say on that. I'll, 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 add, I'll add to what Samir has said, but I'll, I'm going to use, instead of Mourinho, I'm going to use Frank Lampard, for instance. Frank Lampard played with, with Chelsea squad last season, and they, they let just two players go. They let just two players go, which were William and Pedro. 
Now, this season, they brought additional players. Six. Just, yes, six. Just to beef up the squad. Let's understand that. Of the six they brought in, six players which Chelsea brought in, two we are loaned out. We have just four left, which means we let two players out and brought in four to stay in the first team. And let's not forget, they loaned out two extra players in Ross Barkley, who was actually performing last season, and um, Loftus Loftus also, who, was, who was injured. But let's be frank with each other. These players are still there. The players who played last season are still there. Chelsea offered William a contract extension, but he turned it down, which means Lampard chose to work with him. It is, it is not until you have an overhaul of players. The question you would ask us now is, do they have such kind of funds to do an overhaul on players? Are they ready to spend that money with what Transfer Market is talking about now? We got party, um, um, you got party for 45 million. Is Arsenal ready to let's not forget that Arsenal did a follow on salaries yeah. on staffs? I hope you mm -hmm. know that happened. Yeah, now, then he said Arsenal who's going to start doling out 50 million, 70 million, 90 million to bring in players. Now, you should make what you have there. That's what I'm trying to say. You make the what you what you have there. Look at you should you should bring about a balance. You are the person in charge. Let's not forget, let's also not forget that no matter what happens in a football team. The person who takes the boot for it is the manager. So sure. I, believe, uh, I believe he should be protecting his job by doing whatever it's going to cost to make the team perform. Grinding the results. Grinding the results. Grinding the results. That's all he should do. If he has to bring back, if he has to bring back um, Papasodopoulos, he should bring him back. If he has to bring him back in Anozil, just to make sure the results are coming in. For the time being, I'm not saying that he should stay for a long period. But for the time being, to bring in the results, he should do that. Because at the end, the funny thing is the players will remain. The players will remain. The manager will get sacked. You cannot sack players. Let's forget that. You only allow their cars to run out. Except and there's, tell a, them, there's a Pochentino locking around. For, for crying out loud. Yes, Allegri, who is even who they are even looking into again. So there are, there are people who are there, actually, who are even way experienced than Ateta. Than you. Yeah. take the job. So they are player coaches. You cannot rule all these guys out. So now, with us now, the way going forward presently, I would give them time to the end, to the, uh, to the um, general transfer windows. The, sorry, the general transfer windows. I would give them time to them because I want to believe that Arsenal want to give Ateta time. So that's that period to bring in the so-called players that he wants. Then after then we'll see where they are going to lead. They're they going to go to. Let's not forget. But in December yeah, they we have. have Power. Do they have the potential yeah, to that? Let's wait till that time. Now, let's not forget that we still have four EPL matches to be played in December. And if you cannot nick at least two wins of the four in December, I'm sorry, Ateta will not see January transfer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the truth. Because now they are 15. What, 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 what are they playing? What are they playing? I'm playing Burnley, Burnley, Southampton, Everton, and Chelsea. So now look, look, look at those games. First of all, Burnley <laughs> will give them a also. If they cannot make a win in that mm -hmm. game, Burnley will take a drop from them. And if, if Kelly take it, Burnley will, will win that game in the first half. Now, that is four matches. Are they ready? The positions are stands on the table presently. Between 15th and 18th positions, about four points. Now, let's look at it. In four games, if Ateta should win four, it is a plus. 
because let's look at Yodawi. If he now is for what happens, he would not see January transfer. That's the truth. So going forward, going forward, if he has to bring in these players back and he has to plead with them to please grind out results for me, he should do that. Else, to do that, he will have to wait till January. No, if, with what he has now, he has to meet before he has now. Because as it is, I still will not lose. I think most of them have been punished. For, for him to, no, no, for him to even for him for him to even drop them back into the twenty-five man squad of the Premiership, he yeah. has to wait because the opening, they have to, the another opening will come up in January. Yeah, so, so he has to he wait has till to, January. He has to make you. Now we are seeing Lacazette. Yes, in Europe, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Praise God for that. But in the local league, you know, in the EPL, I was talking about Meyang. You guys did not see anything because he had 21 touches on the board for a striker who just signed a deal that is making him in close to about 300 million, sorry, 300,000 pounds per week. Since he signed that contract, it's, it's been like he has been, they, they've, they've sent cobweb to his face from the village that is making things go wrong for him. Lacazette is not it at all. In fact, the full, the full attack line of Arsenal, if not even, even, ball, even yesterday in the London Derby, Lacazette even had more bites than Abumayan. That you know, no, I'm saying so. There's the leadership is dead. Ateta needs to probably he needs to go and learn man management if he has to work with him. I've seen I've seen managers. I, I'm sorry, I'm taking back to Mario. I saw Mario coach Chelsea. Mario was sacked and players were crying. I want you to understand what that means. What that yeah. feels like. The same Mourinho went to Inter Milan, and the moment he won the Champions League, and he told them in the dressing room that he was leaving, seven players were in tears. Do you know what it's like? These are guys who are to die for you. I could remember an interview, Drogba and um, Drogba, Drogba John Terry, and was it Drogba John Terry? And I think Michael Essien said they'll follow Mourinho to the end of the world to fight a war. That means so much. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. It's not happening. And let's not forget them. In a team like, 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 okay, in a, in a typical Mourinho team, he doesn't build one. Hope you know he doesn't build one lead. He builds a leader on all facets of the pitch. Yeah. That should go and learn man management. It works a lot. So way, way, way forward now is you go and learn management. You should go and learn <laughs> not management. You go and learn leadership. Man management. Leadership. Le leadership. It's yeah. Work. We've said a lot. We've said a lot. Probably in our late in our subsequent episode, we're still gonna come and look at Mario. You know, I said we're gonna talk about it, but we're going to look at Mario's Mario's tactics, what he's doing in Tottenham right now, that is giving him that impetus, it is giving him that leverage to sit at the top of the EPO at the moment. But because of time, we don't want this podcast to be that long. I think we've said enough. We've said a lot and we've said enough. And, and I really enjoyed doing this. Enjoyed doing this with you guys. Um, to all our listeners, on, on viewers on our YouTube channel, and also listeners on other platform, the Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor. This is this is the Footy Week Podcast, the EPL Game Week Eleven review. And my name is Ahis Anthony, and I'm joined with my regular co-hosts and Samiet and Chimamaka. Please follow us on our social media platform, our Instagram handle at Footy with and also please subscribe to our YouTube channels. We need subscribers. Please, once you see this video, like and also please subscribe. You can see our Twitter accounts. You can also follow us on our social media. 
I'm at a his at H E Y H W E S. And for Samit, Samit, tell them your tell them your your social media handle at this Zam yet. Z H yeah. Z H A M Y H A T. And for Chimamaka, it's not that showing because it's too long. His yeah, name is too long just, too. I am I am <laughs> I'm, I'm on I am Chimamaka. Yeah. Yes, I'm on Instagram at Zamiat Z A A M Y A T. Yep. Same yep, thing on yep. me. Instagram too. Same I am Chino. So. You're yes, so guys. Yeah, I follow us. Chino. Please like, like our content on Instagram. We we'll create a lot of football content. Chino. Just check. Go, go to our Instagram account. You see a whole lot of posts there. Please like. And also YouTube is quite important. Please subscribe. Subscribe. There's there are new episodes that new segments in the podcast that will be coming up starting next year. We hope by God's grace we have everything put in place to kick start this episode. And we're here for you guys to talk football. Like our hashtag is we love football. So from me to my other guys, to everybody out there, say so thank you very much for, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a blessed week ahead. <laughs>